You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Hey, you guys, it's Michelle Marie from PutYourPassionToWork.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. I hope everyone's having a great day. I wonder, are you listening to this while you're taking a walk? Are you doing the dishes? Are you doing laundry? Are you in the car? I bet it's one of those things. Anyways, today I want to talk about, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine. It's target market versus niche. They are not the same thing, and I see them get used interchangeably all the time, and so I want to break it down in today's episode as well as give you some examples on both so that you can be as specific as possible, but we'll also talk about why you want to be specific and when you can actually broaden your niche or your target market so that you can serve more than just a specific pinpointed person. First, I'm going to read you the review of the week. This comes from Chelsea Lambert. Hey, Chelsea. And uh, Chelsea says, truly enjoyable listen. I love it when I can find a podcast that I want to binge listen to. This is my new staple. Yay. I'm so glad to hear that. And if you want to leave me a review, show me some love, go ahead to Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes. Leave me a review and I'm going to feature you in an um, upcoming episode. All right. So... Target market versus niche. I had to use the internet for this one because I want to give you guys some official definitions. We need to stop using these things interchangeably. They are not the same thing. And by this episode, you will know why and which one you need to be specific with. All right, let's start with target market. I think this kind of is a no-brainer. This goes without saying, but according to entrepreneur.com, Target market is a specific group of consumers of which a company or business aims its products and services. Your target customers are the ones who are most likely to buy from you. Sometimes you're targeting one group of people, but you realize you're attracting another group of people. And if that happens to you, you can make the decision to tweak or to pivot that messaging to to tailor it to the people that you're actually attracting. That happened to me. So when I first started my coaching journey, I really wanted to talk to moms, specifically working moms. Um, Then I started noticing that a lot of people were coming to me that weren't moms. That's okay. My messaging was still um, sort of uh, geared towards the audience of, of moms, specifically in my brand and stuff is really geared towards women. But that's okay because I I attract some male um, clients and potentials as well. But what I realized was that I was uh, targeting a group of people that a lot of other people target. And you're going to notice this as well. Case in point, go into any promotional post of a Facebook group that you're a part of and kind of scroll and see what offers are out there. And you're going to start to notice that a lot of people are targeting the same market. So I think the target market that you choose has to be more specific than your niche. And you're kind of asking yourself maybe, well, isn't this the same thing? Or really then what's a niche? If you've just defined target market, I will tell you. 
A niche is a space that's all your own. It's your literal corner or enclosure of some kind, or it's a professional specialty. I'm going to give examples, so don't don't worry. This definition comes from vocabulary.com. And just so you guys know, you can use the word niche or niche. Niche is a little bit more recent since the 60s. That term started going from niche to niche. And a lot of people use them interchangeably. I like niche because it rhymes with this cool thing, the riches are in the niches, but (laughs) I kind of use niche more. But you aren't wrong. I'd say just pick one and go with it or be like me and use them both. All right, so the target market to me is almost more valuable than your specialty or your niche. And here's why. First of all, a lot of new coaches, a lot of new entrepreneurs spend so much time trying to find their specialty or their niche. And like I said, once you start working with paid clients and start working with people, you're going to find that your niche is probably going to pivot or it's going to slightly adjust as the people who come to you, who you are attracting change and how you get experience with working with one-on-one people, the type of thing that you want to specialize in, that might change. So I, what I want you to do if you're listening to this and you're a new coach um, or new in business and you are still struggling with your niche, I want you to go look on your calendar, pick a date in the future, like three days from now, seven days from now tops, and I want you to decide on your niche or your specialty. And it doesn't have to be super specific at first. The more specific, the better, but if you just want to be a general like business coach on starting a business, that's fine. Start there because six months from now, after you work with a handful of clients, you're going to realize that there's like a certain topic or umbrella underneath this big umbrella of business coaching that you're going to resonate with. So for me, that's sales funnels, that's uh, systems. I love the email marketing. I love helping people set up their welcome emails and their nurture sequence and setting up their tripwire. And I also love brainstorming with them on coming up with their signature roadmap and helping them create really amazing copy for it. So that is my current specialties. Now, who knows, a year from now, maybe I'm just doing one of those things and I'm known as the person who uh, helps you come up with your roadmap. I don't know. (laughs) maybe not that, but you can see how I started with something really vague, business coaching. I mean, that is really, 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 really broad, but you can define three to five buckets within that big umbrella of things that you want to teach specifically. And then as time goes on, pick one. So uh, another thing too is I have a sales background and I love talking to people about discovery calls, how to get good at them. I have this roadmap where um, it's available for purchase, but you can learn this script, learn your flow, learn how to book calls, learn how to sell without selling, things like that. That's a really passionate subtopic, I guess, of mine underneath my umbrella of business coaching. So in the future, I'm looking at actually specializing even more into just being like a discovery call coach. Um, So here's a little behind the scenes for you. Who knows if that's going to happen, but if that were to happen, if I were to go down that route, you would start to notice that the messaging on my social medias is going to change and get a little bit more specialized. You're going to notice that the topics will be all focused around selling 
and discovery calls and you might even notice that I have a mastermind group. I'm just giving ideas here. Some of these things guaranteed not to happen. You might notice that when you go to my homepage on my website, there's going to be a new lead lead offer that's all about discovery calls, like a freebie. You're going to notice that the messaging has changed. Okay, so that's why I tell people like knowing your specialty is important, but it, you don't have to know it up front when you're so new. That's like going in the first day of high school and knowing what you want to major in when you're in college. Now, if anyone's been to college, you know what you majored in probably might have changed or you were too afraid to change it like me because you didn't want to spend more money and take new classes. Um, So don't be that high schooler that thinks that you need to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. Just go through the motions. Start with where you think you are today. Start with what you know today. Just know that in the future, it's going to get more specific. Okay, so back to the target market. Here's my gripe right now with what I'm seeing online. And I'm going to use this example. If you've ever been to Jamaica or the Bahamas, basically anywhere with an outdoor market where people are selling, like locals, are selling you tchotchkes and knickknacks and artwork and um, shot glasses and clothing, um, all those things you want to bring home to give away to people, like keychains, whatever it is. Think of that outdoor market. Now think of it as I'm walking down this market and you kind of know how they are. Um, People who are in these markets in um, other countries, they're usually like kind of hustly, right? They're walking, they're trying to get your attention. I've had someone in Mexico put a bracelet on me. I was just walking and I stopped and all of a sudden there's a bracelet on me. I'm like, what are you doing? So this is the analogy that I want to use for you guys. You're walking through this market and all these people are shouting at you, hey, buy this. Hey, look at my jewelry. Hey, um... Look at my uh, hat. Uh, You know, you need this scarf. I don't know, whatever. I'm using the worst examples ever right now. But the same person, me, I'm walking through this market and all I'm getting are shouts and people to try to attract me to their booth so that I can go and buy. And what that does for the market is, let's say I do have my eye on a hat or a necklace that I want to bring home to, you know, um, have this thing that I can remember my trip from, right? I usually like actually do like to buy a piece of jewelry or a piece of artwork from all the places we visited. So let's say I'm looking for a piece of jewelry and you're going to notice like a lot of vendors have the same jewelry. The price might be a dollar or two difference, couple bucks here or there. So you're going to start to notice that you have a lot of options. This is the same Thing when your target market, and I don't mean to pick on a specific group, but I see this a lot, when your target market is moms or mompreneurs or female entrepreneurs, like if you have that target market, I want you to try to get more specific right now because that is so saturated. There's this person walking through this virtual outdoor market getting bombarded with offers And are you one of those people? So the target market for me right now at the time of this recording, from what I am seeing and observing, it's way more beneficial to you to hone in on your target market and less so right now on your specialty or niche. So I will use my business as an example. I'm a business coach, but I'm not a business coach for everybody. I'm a business coach for women going to take that further. I'm a business coach for women who work a nine to five 
who want to start a coaching business in part-time hours for a full-time income and full-time impact. So I just narrowed down my niche from women. I kind of did away with moms, even though I work with moms and non-moms alike, but that's really not what my messaging uh, is, is doing or talking to. And if it is, like I said, don't be mad at me. I'm just using it as an example. And I'm trying to encourage you that if that's been your specific group of consumers for a while and you're not building traction, it's because you might need to get just more pinpointed with uh, your audience, okay, your target market. So I went, I narrowed down, if you can visualize this, women is on the top. Working women is a smaller subset of that. And then there's an even smaller subset of that that I could go into like women in tech or women over 35 that want to start their coaching business. I mean, you could, you can get as far specialized or I shouldn't say that word. You can get as far detailed and get more and more and more subsetted of your target market. So what I want you to do is take out a piece of paper and do that very thing. Um, Start at the top. Let's say it's mompreneurs. I want you to know, or I want you to answer what kind of mompreneur, where does she live? Um, what is her main problem? I want you to do some work that you can pinpoint it down further than working mom. I've seen examples of people who are coaches for a specific religion, a specific religion and business, like Mormon business owners. Um, so yeah, it's out there. And just think about that. You might think you're turning away people, but if you become the go-to for that specific target audience, you're going to have people coming to you left and right because we all love specialty items and specialty stores. Think of it as a consumer. If you want to buy a couch, are you going to go to a furniture store? Are you going to go to uh, West Elm? Are you going to go to Wayfair? Or are you going to go to some big box stores that a furniture section is one section out of a big old thing of other you know products that they sell chances are you're going to go right to the couch store right to the furniture store so think of it in terms of that flipping back over to niche your specialty now this is what you offer and i kind of talked about this already but if you can do both if you can get very pinpointed for both your target audience and your niche you will be so far ahead of so many of your competitors because so many times I see you do have the specialty, but your target audience is too broad. Or let's say you do happen to have this really specialized target audience. Um, Like for me, I'm a coach of all coaches. Like I could further uh, target a specific coach. Like there's a lot of people who only work with life coaches or only work with health coaches. That's cool too. I will never do that at this time, I think. I don't have any plans to do that. I love all coaches. So I know I have to be very specialized in what I'm teaching coaches, and that is your niche. So here's, let me give you guys some examples. So let's say right now you are a life coach. Let's say you want to help empower women live their best life. That is very, 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 very broad. I want you to get specific on what is your specialty of life coaching. Is it mindset? Is it a specific mindset like stress? Let's just say mindset is what it is. Uh, Confidence, um, mindset. You might be able to help with many of those things, but I want you to lead with one and I want you to lead with the main pain point that that person who might be out there in the world searching 
for this solution to their problem, like gaining confidence, fixing their communication to have better relationships, like all those things are kind of under this wheelhouse or umbrella of life coaching, get really specific. Now, we all want to empower people. We all want to help people. So how can we further define that word? And the way that you can do that is by a brain dump. It's by working with people. It's by interviewing people, knowing what they are willing to actually pay for. Like no one wakes up and says, I really want to be empowered today. But they do wake up saying, I feel off. I want to make sure that I'm living my best life. I want to make sure that I have the tools I need to make it to the next level in my career. I want to make sure that I have the time freedom. I want to make sure that I'm spending my time the best way. I want to make sure that I can be the best mom. I want these tools so that I know what to do when uh, I lose my temper or whatever. You get the idea. So that's really your specialty. So now you just went from saying something really broad like I help you know, moms live their best empowered life to I help moms who need or want to learn how to become patient and stop losing their temper in life and with their kids. Start there and see where it goes and you would be surprised where it leads you. If you have more than one idea, I think that's great. I think for you to settle on one or two of those ideas, the next step for you would be to do some feet on the street market research. Talk to women who might be having this problem that you wanna solve for them and ask them for 15 minutes of their time in exchange for 15 minutes of free coaching or your best tip or maybe you create this uh, lead magnet that has a value of $47 but you're going to give that to them for free in exchange for their time. So you could knock this out in one night, um, create this thing that you're going to give them in exchange. It's just a good thing to do. I mean you can also do like $5 Starbucks gift cards or whatever um, but this would be um, something that you could do for no money and then you could spend the next three days building out a 15-minute market research call in Zoom or in Calendly and just start talking to your perfect person and ask them questions about what they need as a solution to this uh, problem that you have presented to them that you have the solution for. You will get a lot of really good insight and feedback. All right, so just to recap, I talked a little bit about niche and what that means and its specialty of what you offer and serve. I talked about how that's different from who you serve and your target audience and how you want to be more specific or pinpointed to your target audience than your niche if you're new and you're still trying to get your feet wet and figure out what it is you love to do within your chosen coaching industry, life coaching, business coaching, health coaching. From there, you can always pivot and tweak your messaging and still work with clients and get them results without having to worry about, am I specific enough? Am I in a red ocean? Because the last thing I want for you guys is to spend all this time and effort and not be attracting the right person to you because you are too vague and too broad. We also talked about ways that you can start to validate your offers and you know, get free feedback and market research from people in the next day or two if you wanted to take this inspired action from this episode and apply that. I also talked about how targeting a specific audience is going to do you much better in the long run than wasting a lot of time trying to find out your specialty and get involved in a specialty and learning new skills for that specialty. Start broad, work your way down. 
As long as you have specificity in either one, your target audience or your niche, you're going to be ahead of the game. If you can get pinpointed in both, you'll be well on your way to having a successful and profitable coaching business. Now, if you need help, if you need a brainstorm, I'm going to recommend that you jump on a call and get a clarity intensive with me. At the time of this recording, they're only $147. You get 90 minutes of coaching, so we can break that up into one or two power hour sessions, give or take. And you're going to walk away with clarity on who you help, who you serve. If you're not ready to invest yet, I'm going to lead you to my Start a Profitable Coaching Business course. So it is my completely new and revamped, um, video-centric, consumable in less than an hour program that's inside of Teachable. It's absolutely free, and it's going to walk you through some really powerful exercises to get clear on who you help your target audience, how you help them, your niche, your specialty, and then how to go on to uh, set goals, get your pricing, and how to start making money real quick. So I will link that in the show notes, but you can get that today by going to putyourpassiontowork.com forward slash course, or you can just go to the homepage of my website and it will be right there for you to download. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day, a great week, and we will see you next time. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Put Your Passion to Work. Because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action, and help motivate other passionate women just like us.